Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? That's right. We get more than just the one uh, John Chapman podcast this week, or today, I should say. We get two. It's a short week. We got a lot of stuff to do. We were on live earlier with Steph, John, and Wayne show, which was awesome. Hopefully, you enjoyed that show, uh, listened, and or watched. But there's no way in hell. I'm going to skip the flagship program, baby. This is what started the 49ers Rush podcast, and it was previewing these games, diving in as deep as possible, and understanding what it is about the Giants, um, offense, defense, coaching staff, schemes, schematics, tendencies, weaknesses, strengths, matchups, all those things. That's what we got here today. So buckle up, buckle in. Our longest show of the week, as long as my voice holds up. Um, But I'm so excited to be here with you guys. This... I hate short weeks in the NFL. I do. Today's probably the busiest day that I have had maybe in the entire calendar year. And I'm not exaggerating. It's been absolutely bonkers, but in the best way possible. I've been getting this tailgate ready, breaking down film, um, doing scouting reports, answering emails, all kinds of fun stuff. And I could just not be happier than be here with you guys. Love all the hashtag CCs. Look at that. 49er Holic says 3-0, baby. Let's go. Appreciate you guys so much. What's up, Mike? All you guys are awesome. And, you know, in the if you're watching this live, I, I put up on the what's it called? The 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 question. Here's the poll. How many carries will Elijah Mitchell get versus the Giants? And you got four categories. Zero carries, one to three, four to six carries, seven plus. Right now, four to six is winning with 50% of the vote. I'm curious. I'm going to keep tracking that one. As we go on now, if you guys do have awesome predictions, we're going to cover a lot of those later in the show. Um, I am flying solo today, so I'm excited, man. Uh, I, I'm just excited to be here. What's up, Josh, the man? He says, hashtag CC. What's up? What's up, Mosquito Killer? We got Grand A in the house. Guillermo, Steven, this is what's up. That's right. Brian says two for the price of one. That's what's up. That's what's up. So here we go. Let's dive in. And if you got questions, make sure you tag me so I can see it. Uh, I want to make sure and get all of your questions as much as I can. Anyway, what's up, Matthew? Steven, he says, at the gym, uh, get a catch alive. Lucky me. There you go. Get that extra workout in. I want extra extra reps on every set, big dog. Uh, let, let's get it done. 49ers, Giants, week three. Now, these two teams, you know, 49ers, 2-0, Giants, 1-1, one one, not as close as the record would indicate. I would argue that the Giants, um, definitely a bottom 10 team, probably closer to a bottom five team after what you saw them put up. And, you know, 49ers go on the road, win two games. The Giants won last week on the road in probably one of the most dramatic games of the entire season, down 20 to nothing at halftime, come back, get the win, and then a short week. You know, that that's another thing that just, you know, stands out is like, man, you had this crazy, expended all this energy, drama, road victory. Now you got to play a short week? That hurts. That hurts. You put out all that energy and effort, and so it's what it is. And so you could argue the Giants are coming off of six of the worst quarters in NFL history. They get blown out 40 to nothing against the Cowboys at home. Then they're down 20 to nothing at the half against the Cardinals, who are trying to tank. They're trying to lose, and they're beating you 20 to nothing. You know, I was watching the film today, and, man, I was just like, why am I watching this? This is terrible. 
I go from doing one of our 49ers breakdowns for the 49ersrush.com and Patreon to watching their crap. And I was just like, man, this is this is like a JV football game, man. This is not this is not good football. Penalties, missed blocks, missed tackles, missed assignments, drop passes. It was just not cool. Now, having said all those things, they are a good NFL football team. This was a playoff team last year. They have a coach of the year, not candidate, winner. He beat Kyle Shanahan for coach of the year last year, Brian Dayball. So, yeah, they're rough around the edges currently. But this is a franchise and a coaching staff that maximized their talent last year. Um, huge, huge, big time. So uh, we'll see if they can kind of turn it around. Um, and, and we'll see. We'll, we'll see what they got here. Now, let's uh, shout out to Coach Cruz. Uh, he is the man. He helped with a lot of this research. So got to give him props to him. And look, a lot of players out. That's another thing. The injuries, three, four starters are out of this game for them that they just announced. Saquon Barkley, not playing. Alizo Jolari, their best pass rusher, not playing. Left tackle Andrew Thomas, who I think is probably a top three to five left tackle in the NFL, not playing. Ben Bretson, starting guard, not playing. That's four starters, two on the offensive line, pass rusher, and their best offensive player in Saquon Barkley. Usually running backs don't matter too much. But now Matt Breida's going to be starting against us. Matt Breida revenge game, baby. <laughs> I'm joking, uh, obviously. But they're struggling. They got two players that are questionable. Wandell Robinson, you know, they're kind of wide receiver, which it's funny. You look at all their wide receivers. They're all slot guys. They're all shifty slot guys or slot vertical threats. They have no true wide receivers. They don't. Isaiah Hodgins is probably closest thing to a true just wide receiver. They're all slot wide receivers with Darren Waller. <laughs> like it's a mess. The way they, they built their team is very unique. Micah McFadden, their linebacker, he's questionable. It's not great. It's just not great. They're not healthy. They're not good. It's a mess. Now, again, we talked about how them being one and one. Last year, they were 9-7-1, and one, barely made the playoffs. They got third in the NFC East last year. They're currently dead last uh, in the NFC East because everybody else is 2-0. Oh. Um, listen to this, 28th in points scored. They've only scored 31 points. Niners have put up 30 both games. They are combined 31 points. 32nd in points allowed. Defense is not good. Wink Martindale, their DC, we'll dive into him. Scheme doesn't work without corners. Like, he is a corner-dependent defensive coordinator. Guess what? You got two rookies out there starting. Out of your three corners, you got two rookies. Yeah. Not good. Rough, rough, rough. Um, PFF rankings, listen to this, you know, out of 32 teams, right? Overall, Giants, 32nd out of 32. Offense, tied for 25th out of 32. Defense, 29th out of 32. Special teams, 30th out of 32. Every single one of them is bottom 10. Some of them are bottom, bottom. <laughs> like, not good. 49ers, overall third. Offense, eighth. Defense, second. Special teams, 24th. If we got a better special teams unit than you, something wrong there. Now, I think we're on the come up. If we can fix our kickoff and kickoff return and punt and punt return, things like that. But I digress. Let's look at Brian Dayball because I, I do think that he's a hell of a coach. I really, really do. He, he beat Shanahan for coach of the year. Last year, Shanahan was runner-up. He got second-most votes. Dayball got the first-most votes. Now, started at William & Mary, went to Michigan State as a GA, got on as an assistant with the Patriots, uh, bumped himself up. He went from defensive assistant to wide receivers coach. Then he went to the Jets, was quarterback's coach, Browns OC, Kansas City Chiefs OC, Patriots tight end coach. Then he jumped down to Alabama college level, uh, was their offensive coordinator quarterback offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach then to buffalo oc now he's been the giants head coach and he won coach of the year in his very first year as head coach so absolutely incredible he's been a part of five super bowls uh coach of the year assistant of the year in 2020 and he won a college football national championship in 2017 he's got it you know his, his regular season record 10 8 and 1 he's over 500 with not a 500 roster he is maximizing what they can do offensively now, the offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka, um, I remember him in Northwestern. That's where he played college ball. He was a quarterback there. Got drafted in the fourth round uh, by the Eagles. He played for a long time. Uh, he played with the Eagles, Patriots, Jags, Bucks, 
Um, Vikings, Titans, Bengals. Bounced around, career backup. That's just kind of what he was. Then as a coach, he goes to Northwestern, his alma mater, as a GA. Jumps on as an assistant with the Chiefs. Then gets promoted to quarterbacks coach. Then promoted to passing game coordinator. Now he's the New York Giants OC. So bright mind, you know, aspiring kind of young quarterback with a name. Going to be a head coach guy some at some point if they stay on this. If you can make Daniel Jones look adequate, you're going to get a head coaching job. And so he's one of these kind of young risers. There's no doubt about that. Um, that's that's just what the offense is. Now, if we keep looking through, now nah, let's stick with the coaching. And then and I like this background. Hopefully people enjoy this part of it. And, you know, if you, you ever want to share your tidbits with us, uh, we're always here to listen. So you can reach out to us, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, we're everywhere. Just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. We'll, we'll pop up. Um, because, like, a lot of times I, I want to know what y'all like. I love this deep dive into coaches. I want to know everybody's journey. Now, it's a short week because usually I go through all those coaching staffs, uh, the different teams they were on. And I want to know who they coached, who they coached with, uh, who they coached for. I want to know all that stuff. The coaching tree and the player relationship. I, that's my jam. I, it's what seven steps to Kevin Bacon. Doing that with football, I'm the happiest man alive. That's my jam. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. What's up, Ed? He says, new coaching record, 10-9-1. Let's go. Predicting the loss. I love it. I love it. Um, let's see here. Josh, he says, is... The uh, guard, left side or right side? He is the left guard. So their left tackle and left guard are both out. Now, if I'm going to spin this, let me put my coaching hat on, and I'm talking to the 49ers defensive tackle, defensive end room, all that stuff. I'm saying, hey, guys, his backups played better than him. His backup, Marcus McKeithen, has come in, played 68 snaps, not like he's bad, He's outperformed him. He's a better run blocker than he is pass blocker, and he's tough. Um, comes out of North Carolina. It was a 2022 fifth-round pick. He's only played. This is his first game. was last week against Arizona. He came in in the second half, and he played really well. So he's a young pup, and they got young pups on both sides. So you got Joshua Izuedu. Uh, I hope I pronounced his name. Guess where he played? North Carolina. So while they're young, 2002-22, third-round pick. The left tackle and left guard have played together their whole careers, college careers. Now they're together in NFL careers. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Little bit different going against the Cardinals and going against the 49ers defensive line. Um, yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Steven says, great team stopped the spiral. I don't see the Giants surviving the season after they get this L from the Niners. They got to win division games. That that's You got to. In, that, in the NFC East, you got to win division games. They're down 0-1. In the big scheme of things, I don't think this game's pivotal to the playoffs for either team. Um, they have the Seahawks next week on Monday Night Football. 
So after this game, we hate the Giants now. I hate them. I always hate the Giants. I'm going to love them next week. You bet your rear end I'll be pulling for them against the freaking gum smacking <laughs> Silver Fox. Uh, that's what it is. Look at Ed. He says 26 hours till kickoff. Cannot wait. Let's go. We're getting close. This quick turnaround is crazy. It is crazy. Uh, Flynn, I like this question. John, is there any player on the Giants that is playing on Thursday that is better than a Niner at the same position? Ooh, that is a good question. I don't think that there is an answer. I think probably the best player on their team that is currently playing is Dexter Lawrence. He is pretty freaking awesome. But having said that, I'm not sure he's he he probably he might he's a different player than what we have in Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead. Like they're not the same human being. Bobby Okariki, their linebacker they got from the Colts, incredible. He's not better than Greenlaw, let alone Warner. Yeah, Dexter Lawrence is the one that stands out to me. John Michael Smith Jr., their center, who I really like, rookie. I, I had a first-round grade on this dude. I loved him. Hasn't shown it yet. And got to give credit to my man Jake Brindle. That dude's put up back-to-back -back stunners. He is a run game and blocking extraordinaire. Never saw it last year. Jake Brindle, pass blocker only last year. Not this year. Dude got mean. Dude got mean. Um... No, I think that is a wonderful question, Flynn. I would not take one person on there. Maybe I would take a Dory Jackson in the slot over Isaiah Oliver. But after what Oliver did last week, maybe I got to pump the brakes a little bit there. Because they do the same thing that we do where a Dory Jackson plays outside and inside. He does both. But I think slot's kind of his best spot. A Dory Jackson, maybe. That's it. It's not a good roster. Kayvon Thibodeau, maybe over Drake Jackson, but he ain't done crap in the pros. That's just all potential. He's a top five pick, right? Man, that's an awesome question, Flynn. Hmm. That's good. Oh, what's up? Uh, we we got a call. Uh, call. Uh, I called him Colonel last time, and he reached out to me. He's like, I'm not a Colonel. I think it's Colin. I think it's Colin. Uh, Higginson, he says, hey, John, love from Australia. Australia. Appreciate you, man. I just got off of a podcast with the NFL Irish show, which is really, really cool. So I previewed the Niners game over there, which was fun. I love the international faithful. Um, I just love people, man. And, and to get those stories, how to be a fan in Australia is just a whole different thing. It's just different. You got to stay up to like three in the morning to watch games. You don't get a lot of content now that YouTube's out there. That helps considerably. But uh just want to say thanks to you. Thank you, Colin, um, or Cole, or Colonel, or however <laughs> <laughs> I go by your stud and all three of those. I'm not taking Daniel Jones over Brock Purdy. There's no way in hell. Um, nah. I mean, you look at what they did last year. Just God no. He didn't even throw. A, Brock Purdy threw for more touchdowns than Daniel Jones did last year. Daniel Jones played the whole damn year. Right now, Daniel Jones has two touchdown passes, three interceptions. 63% completion percentage. Been sacked 10 times. And he costs $40 million more. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, Stephen Roy getting the Aussie Aussie chant. Oi, oi, oi. All right, here we go. Let's talk DC. Don Martindale, um, he'd been around the league for a long time, baby. Long, long time. Um, started off at Defiance back in the 80s as their DC. Went to Notre Dame, became an assistant Cincinnati coach for about three years, Western Illinois, Western Kentucky. Then he joined the Raiders as a linebackers coach back in 2004. Was with them for four years. Then Broncos, 2009. Went from linebackers coach to D.C. for the Broncos. Then he went to the Ravens. He was over with the Ravens when we played them. Yeah, we know in the Super Bowl, it's what it is. Um, eventually became their D.C. Then he joined the Giants um, last year. And yeah, he was there when they beat us in the Super Bowl. So, hey, man. There's some unfinished business. That's all I got to say. Take care of your business. Take care of your business. Represent. I, I know there weren't that many. There were no players on this team. Eric Armstead's the longest tenured. That you long gone. None of these players were part of that Ravens Super Bowl. Don't care. Represent the emblem. What you wear matters. And what the 49ers are wearing this week, the 94 freaking red throwbacks. Are you kidding me? 
The Whites are my favorite, but the Reds, whew, we only seen them twice this year. That's it. The Red Throwbacks are coming out twice. This is one. Enjoy that, Biz. I, I, I gotta I have not thought about my jersey choice yet. I do have a red throwback. I have a Bosa red throwback. I gotta go look through the closet. I gotta see what I'm gonna wear. But yes, red throwbacks, that's what we're wearing. That's what's up. History of this matchup. It's tied. And if you're coming out to the tailgate tomorrow, that's one of the trivia questions. So helping you there. Um, they played 42 times. Each team has won 21 times. It's tied right down the damn middle. Time to break that tie, baby. Um, however, since 2005, most of you guys know this, Giants have had our number. Seven and four since 2005. Uh, five, the 49er, or the Giants have been against the 49ers. Last matchup was in 2020. Uh, this was the second MetLife game. We had the Jets. That's where everybody got hurt. Then we had to play on that damn turf again. Um, we won 36 to nine. We had no Kittle, no Debo, no Bosa, no Jimmy G. It was just a mess. No Solomon Thomas. It was just bad. Mullins goes out there. He diced it up. Ayuk had a rushing touchdown. Jeff Wilson Jr. had a rushing touchdown. And this name makes you mad. Jarek McKinnon had a rushing touchdown. I think it was his only one for all of us. Now, if we look at the team that the Giants have currently, they made some big additions. Sean Robinson, yeah, we know him with the Rams' longtime run stuffer. Paris Campbell, slot guy who just can't stay healthy. Darren Waller, which is the closest thing to a slot tight end uh, out there. They lost Julian Love, their safety. They lost Nick Gates, their center. But I really like their draft class. Deion Banks in the first round, corner from Maryland. He's fun. A physical corner. Liked him a lot. John Michael Smith's probably my favorite pick of theirs. Minnesota center. Uh, we're going to see a lot of him. Jalen Hyatt liked him too. But he went on a team where he doesn't get a play because all you have is these slot guys. If you had an opening at the slot, Jalen Hyatt, he's a burner, man. Out of Tennessee, he just runs go routes. He's had three targets this year. The average depth of target he's had, 37 and a half yards. <laughs> Dude just runs go routes. Eric Gray running back out of Oklahoma. We did a lot of his film because, uh, what's his name? Braden Willis was blocking for him. Trey Hawkins, corner out of Old Dominion. He's starting for him. Jordan Riley, defensive line. And Josh, they got your boy and let him go. Gervais Owens, the safety. I, I know you're in here, Josh. Uh, Josh was the biggest fan of that dude. They got him, and they cut him. And now he's bouncing around the league. Uh, not sure where he is currently, but I know he's not on the Giants, or at least I don't think he is. Now, um, okay, Steven, I love you. I love you, Steven. I hope you hear this. And I completely disagree with this take. I think it's a terrible take. He says, no lie, the black jerseys are just awful. I'm sorry. I love the black jerseys. Look at me. I'm dressed like Johnny Cash as I'm recording this. I got all black Niners gear on. I love black, man. I do hate watching film when they wear those jerseys. I can't read anything, man. You, you can't read anything. So I like the black jerseys personally. Uh, I know I'm in the minority there, and that's okay. I like craziness, man. Y'all see me dress. I'm flamboyant. Come on now. Uh, Josh says Owens is better than what they got started. Yeah, I, we'll see. I hope he lands somewhere. He was a fun watch out of Houston. So there we go. Y'all let me know. What do y'all think? Yes, black jerseys. No black jerseys. I love those, man. I I, I Now I get the Niners have some of the best uniforms in all of sports. And these 94 throwbacks we're wearing this week are incredible. Incredible. But man, I just love those black jerseys. I, I can't be. I know I'm in the minority. But I thought they were awesome. Dave says, I jumped on the jersey right away, being that it was the first alternate jersey they had. Yeah, I, just one or two games, maybe. And not every year. Like, next year, let's do one game with them. We got a Thursday night game, wear them. It reminds me of Carlos Hyde, which I don't like. But, man, I, I liked them. I, I mean, I got I got my Niners shirt on. That's what's up. This is my workout shirt because I've been carrying beer and <laughs> liquor and all kinds of stuff everywhere um anyway let's jump into the 49ers defense or sorry the giants defense i keep doing that let's talk about what they got going on it's about as bad as it gets it's as bad as it gets 32nd points allowed out of 32 teams they're dead last 15th in total yards that's not as bad 21st in turn they have not forced a turnover they don't have a sack or a turnover 
What the hell, man? What are you doing? You don't have a sack or a turnover? What? What what are you doing? And you're one of the most blitz-heavy teams, and you have zero sacks, and you played the Cardinals. Joshua Dobbs. Uh, what? Ugh. 24th, uh, they have no fumbles recovered. 18th and first downs allowed. The one thing they're good at, <laughs> I don't think they're good at, the score's been run up on them, so everybody just runs the ball. They've only allowed one passing touchdown, which is best in the NFL. So that's, if you're trying to hang your hat on something they're good at, it's not coverage. It's just the games are so lopsided, people just try to run the clock out on them. 26 in rushing yards allowed. you got to be kidding me. 25th in yards per rush. They they allow 4.6 yards per rush. The 49ers are the best in the NFL at yards per rush. Oh, this is just scaring me. I, I hate this. I don't like doing this. I like fun matchups. This is not fun. It's not. This is, you know, I, it's funny. I, I My kids, oh, they're not here. They, they don't listen to the show. They don't listen to me anyway. We, we adopted our, but we were foster parents. We adopted our boys. Both of them came in. They were four and nine. And they were angry little devils, and they just beat the crap out of everybody. They both got expelled first year I had them. And so I was like, man, what do we do? So we tried, like, <laughs> corralling their anger and, like, you know, letting it out at home and, you know, trying to wrestle with them. What it did work, put them in jujitsu. That actually helped considerably. Um, and I would talk to them. I'd be like, look, guys, if somebody hits you or puts their hands on you, I want you to defend yourself. And a lot of people might disagree with this. But anyway. All this to say this, I this I, I stand by this today. You fight somebody smaller than you, you're in the wrong. I don't give a damn what they do. If they're smaller than you, they have no business fighting you, and they start it, man, just freaking hold them on the ground, stick your hand out, and just keep them calm. But if you beat up somebody that is smaller than you, you're in the wrong. You don't do that. You can fight up. Now, don't start the fight, but you can finish it. You can fight up. Somebody bigger than you, older than you, and they're trying to whatever, all right, cool. Like, you don't start it, but whatever. You do not fight down. I I, I don't know why. It just bothers the hell out of me. I don't like bullies. I believe in bullying bullies. Uh, again, I think I'm going to get a lot of emails on things I shouldn't believe in, but that's okay. That's what this game feels like. And there's a playoff team last year, but I can't find a reason why this is going to be a competitive game. I believe in parity. It's a short week. They're a great coaching staff. I get all those damn things. I don't care. This team sucks. And you're sitting there saying, John, trap game. Uh, I get it. I get it. You watch this film. You go watch their all 22 against the Cowboys or the Cardinals. And I tried to make myself feel better. So I watched the second half of the Cardinals game where they came back and won. Still sucked. Still sucked. They're not good. They are not a good football team. And to make matters worse, guess who you play next week? The Arizona Cardinals, who they beat, <laughs> who are trying to actively tank. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's up? Break it 80. My man. Appreciate the super chat. Um, when starters left Tom, uh, their left tackle and left guard out, do you think Bosa and Hargrave eat? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I do. I really, really do. And when we get to our predictions and bets and all that stuff, uh, yeah, I think that will reflect that. It, it's, it's, he's got, he's been sacked 10 times. This dude has Daniel Jones. It's not good. It, it, they're just not good. It, it's, it's what it is. Daniel says, John, what are your thoughts on when the Rams play last week? Um, artificial crowd noise. I've been to SoFi so many times. They pump in fake noise. They cut it off, though, at 15 seconds. And that's what the NFL says. You can pump in noise, right? And you're like, let's get loud. You know, on the internet, all that stuff over the speakers. You can do that. Can't do it within uh, when the, the play clock gets to what it is. Yes, they pump in fake noise. Everything about them is fake. Um, yeah, it's just a fake society. It's Hollywood, man. I lived there forever. It, it's It's what it is. So, uh, what's up, Alberto? Appreciate it, man. Uh, Brian say, preach and laugh. I love this. Um, <laughs> Mosquito killer, never fought anybody smaller than me. Yeah, that's something to hang your hat on. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love this. Randy says, you're going to walk over, you're going to limp back. That is a nutty professor reference, I do believe. And I use that quite often. Um, I love that. 
right here. Steve, uh, do you see a shutout after the first half by the Cardinals? Oh, you know, that's that's what they didn't shut them out. But do you see a shutout like they did? I think is what you're asking, Steve. Shutouts are hard, man. A ball bounces your and I will say this. I hate their offense. We'll detail it here in a second. The Giants, I don't like it at all. They got playmakers. They got speedsters. Jalen Hyatt might be one of the fastest players of the NFL. Um, Darius Slayton, that dude is big and fast. They've got some guys. Matt Breida, fast. Like, they've got guys, but I just don't like it. Ed, the Niners uh, outmatched the Giants. No one can argue that they're terrible. They are, man. It's what it is. It's just, it's bad. Anyway, so I'm going to scroll down. Uh, get 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 to some of these other things. Oh, one more. Ed, Fred Warner said on his podcast, they are pumping in noise. He said, all Red Niners fans, we've got it everywhere, man. And now we got our home opener. Gosh, I hope y'all are coming out. Man, I hope you guys are trading. Oh, we got a trade? Akers traded to the Vikings. Um, Let's see here. Refreshing this. Yep, Cam Akers traded to the Vikings. So there you go. Uh don't know what that does for us. Doesn't do anything. Swap late round picks in 2026. So the Rams aren't getting much draft capital. They just wanted him gone. Um, yeah, I don't don't care. Dudes, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it affects the Niners really at all. Um, Vikings, I don't Vikings are a bad team. They're a really bad team with the worst defense. That's what they should be trading for. They got no defense. So it was a, so Cam Akers just traded to the Vikings for a late 2026, which is the latest you can trade now, pick swap. So, <laughs> so it might have gave up a, you know, Rams get a six and gave up a seventh. Yeah, it's nothing, man. It's just whatever. It's a mess. Now, what are the strengths of the Giants defense? Because there are strengths. I think the best player on their team that's suiting up is Dexter Lawrence. They built their defense up the middle, and they're trying to get the corners. Their defensive tackles are good. Their defensive tackles are actually pretty damn good. Um, you know, they brought in Leonard Williams. He's a solid guy. He was the sixth overall pick at one point, but Dexter Lawrence is their best player. Bobby Okariki, they brought over. Mike Linebacker, great from the Colts. Um, and then Xavier McKinney, their safety. Adequate players. Uh, you look at Dexter Lawrence. He's the fifth highest rated defensive tackle. Okariki's had a down couple games. Leonard War- Williams, the 42nd rated defensive tackle. I think we have six. No, we have five defensive tackles rated ahead of him. But that's kind of their strength. Weaknesses, they have no sacks. They have no turnovers. They cannot contain the outside run. They run a traditional 3-4. It, it looks like a base defense, but a lot of times they want to be in the 3-4. Uh, an odd front because they always want to walk somebody down. Their DNs are undisciplined. Kayvon Thibodeau's really, really good. You can get around him really easy because he doesn't play rush lane integrity at all. They have not one but two rookie corners starting. They do rotate series out there. Uh, but yeah, they got rookie cor- corners. They play press. They play press. Wink Martindale plays press with his corners. Not good. Uh Deontay Banks, who I like, the rookie they got in the first round, he's the 80th out of 98 corners with a 50.8 grade. Trey Hawkins, who was drafted later, 64.7. So it's it's not great. They're nickelback. He's rated 89th out of 98 corners. It's just bad. It's not a good team. Zach Ertz and James Conner embarrassed the hell out of these guys last week. They messed them up. Now, coverage-wise on the back end, a lot of single high safety with press corners. A lot of press corners where they fade back into a cover three similar to what we do. I saw some cover six. They did a lot of cover three roll. We don't do that. It's Cover three is the back end safety group. You divide the deep part of the portion in, into thirds. There's one player in each one of those. And so they'll do that, but then they'll roll it uh, to the play strength side. So if there's a trips, a three-by-one set where you have three eligibles to one side, they'll flex that over and basically just don't defend the opposite whatever, um, quarter of the field or third of the field, they don't do it. Which, for Y leaks and fullback leaks, that gets you in trouble. Ertz was taking advantage of them with that one. Shanahan does it more than anybody. 
They struggle for mesh routes and rub routes. Jawan Jennings, ladies and gentlemen, going to be putting people on the ground again. They blitz pretty good. Uh, they blitzed 17 times last week. That's a lot. Only seven versus the Cowboys, but that game was out of hand. I, I'm not quite. It was just all running plays. They were down early. And so this is another reason why I think Ayuk's playing this week. You're going to play press man on Ayuk? That dude's going to toast your ass in a freaking phone booth and make you look silly. And they're rookie corners. If I'm Brandon Ayuk and if I can run, I'm playing this week. I'm telling you right now, that dude ain't going nowhere. He is going to be out there. That's just all there is to it. Now, if you did not earlier this week support the show, I appreciate you guys being here with your time. But if you want to support the show, this is the best way to do it. I am so excited to announce our new platform launch, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes. on. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme? Guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap. Head over to the49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So. Go check that out. Um, you know, whether it's our Patreon or the 49ersrush.com, we push the 49ersrush.com because I get 100% of the profits there. Uh, Patreon takes their chunk out, but we're not going away from Patreon ever. Uh, just pick your poison, pick your flavor. It's uh, every single play there. We got you broken down. Our bets of the week, that's Jerry Rice tearing up, which I just saw. Just got a notification. What's up, Carlos? Just signed up. Appreciate you, man. Supporting the show. Um, that's huge. That's my livelihood. That's how I feed my family. Tailgates. That's fun. If I can cover all this expenses and all that stuff and increase marketing for the show, cool. Patreon's how I feed my family. So um, that and the 49ersrush.com. Go check it out. A lot of content over there. Look at Josh putting it up there. That's what's up, man. Appreciate you, brother. Um, now, let's talk. Let's get. It's going to get grosser. It's going to get nastier, guys. You, you ever have that like meal where you go over like somebody's house and they make you this food, which is so nice of them, but the food sucks and you just got to keep eating it? Well, Here's where we're at, baby. Let's talk about the Giants offense. Yuck. It's just bad. 28th in points scored out of 32 teams, right? 23rd in yards. 21st in turnovers. 10th in fumbles lost. 26th in interceptions. Now, 16th in first downs. Ooh, your average. Your average at one thing, Giants. That's it. They had one. One top 10 category out of about 30 plus that I could find. The one thing. Fumbles lost. They're 10th. That's it. They lost one fumble. That puts them 10th in the NFL. That's their best ranking. 13th in fourth downs, 18th in red zone, 27th in pass yards per attempt. We're up at the top. They're not good. They're not good. Players to watch out for. And again, if I ask this question, okay, John Chapman, figure out a way the Giants win this game. I'm saying turnovers. I'm saying Daniel Jones has to run the ball with his legs under his body for first downs. He has to break the pocket on third and long and scramble for multiple first downs. I mean, multiple, multiple. That's it. You got to be plus two in the turnover ratio, and Daniel Jones has to look like a capable NFL quarterback. I, I struggle to see that. He's an athlete, and that boy can scoot. And the Niners' defense, whether that was with Robert Sala, Tomiko Ryans, haven't seen it yet with Steve Wilkes, have struggled with mobile quarterbacks. We'll see here. Darren Waller, he's a baller whenever he's out there receiving threat. Um, yeah, he's a baller. Now, he hasn't gone off yet, uh, but we'll, we'll have to see what that looks like. Rookie Jalen Hyatt, I really do like number 13. You see number 13 on the field as a wide receiver? Just know that dude's running straight Forrest Gump style. He is a blazer. Um, they only thrown it to him three times, but they're all deep passes. So pay attention to that. Weaknesses, they've got top tier level talent. Uh, they they drafted Evan Neal. What, what when was he drafted? I think like he was top five or at the, he was seventh. He fell a little bit, right? Yeah, he was he was their number seven overall pick. Evan Neal out of Alabama, their right tackle. He's been bad. He's seventieth out of seventy one tackles. 
has not been good. And he's the better tackle that they got because Andrew Thomas is out. Nick Bosa, guys. Drake Jackson, guys. Cleveland Farrell, guys. It's not good. Their left guard, Glowinski, 55th out of 71 linemen. And Campbell, Paris Campbell, who's pretty good. Shifty wide receiver, slot guy. He hasn't got it going together. They only do 11 and 10 personnel. They do a couple plays, 12 personnel with two tight ends. It's it's transparent. You know what they're doing. No fullbacks on the roster. And their tight ends are like Darren Waller has three pass blocking snaps so far this year. If Darren Waller's out there, he's a wide receiver, period. They bring in Daniel Bellinger. He's their blocking guy. So you'll see Bellinger go in. That dude's blocking. He's running around. Because Waller is classified as a tight end. He's so damn big. That dude's a wide receiver. He's 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 finesse. Now, I'm not mean that as an insult, but you know what you're getting. When George Kittle's back there, you don't know what's happening. Darren Waller back there, that dude running around. Period. That's what they are. They love to hold on to the ball. Um, this is why Daniel Jones gets sacked so many times. 35% of their passes are play-action fakes. That's crazy. But what's even weird to me, all three of Daniel Jones' interceptions this year, just straight drop back, no play-actions. Same thing with his touchdown passes. Two touchdown passes, both straight drop backs. But they love the play-action. It's going to be hard to do that without Saquon. You got Breida back there. We'll see. They've only run four screens all year, so they don't really do that very often, which is weird. When all you have is slot-wide receivers, you think you do a lot more screens, but they don't. They don't really throw often, uh, deep often. 67% of their passes, which is a league high, are 10 yards and shorter. They don't throw the ball deep. It's 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 a lot of hook and curls. It's, it's it's Mesh routes, shallow crosses, quick outs, quick ins. It's not complex. And so... You know, and I think that this is it. interesting. Shout out to Gregory D over on Patreon. He, he freaking, he went through my play breakdown against the Rams. Every single play, he highlighted what happened to Bosa. Was he blocked by one? Was he blocked by two? Was he chipped? Whatever else. Here's what's crazy. When Bosa had a one-on-one and pass pro, which wasn't often, six plays, 1v1, two of them were screens, one was a check down. The average time to pass on those plays 1.59 seconds last week against the Rams. There's a reason why Bosa didn't get a sack. Now you're playing a team that holds the ball more than almost any other team in the NFL on the offensive side. I think we know what that means. You better make them count. Don't Charvarius Ward it and freaking come scot-free towards the quarterback and not even get them down in flag football. That's got to be the issue. You got to capitalize when you get back there to hit this quarterback. He's big. He's fast. Got to keep them where you want them. Make it count. Daniel Jones, 4.6 yards per rush this year. They're a bad team. That's impressive. That is impressive. Dude can move. That's the only way they can win. Now, my favorite matchups of whatever this game is, right? Now, and again, let me just explain to you what my favorite matchups are, is their best and our best. So where's the talent on talent? Let's say we're not 49ers fans. What should you be watching if you are... A football fan, these are the best matchups out there. I think on the offensive side, 49ers offensive side, Dexter Lawrence against Aaron Banks. Aaron Banks has been incredible. Aaron Banks has been awesome. Zero pressures, zero quarterback hits, zero sacks allowed so far. You're going to get somebody that is an all-pro type player. That's going to be fun. Might be the best matchup of the game. Uh, George Kittle versus Xavier McKinney. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Kittle's going to own that one, but... McKinney's one of their better defenders. Bobby Okariki, I like him. He's a Stanford guy. Uh, came over from the Colts. Him versus CMC. Stanford on Stanford, baby. That's going to be fun. Now, I don't think that their careers, maybe they did. They might have been there at the same time. There might have been some overlap because he had four years with the Colts. So, yeah, these guys know each other. They practice against each other all the time. That's fun. So, CMC, obviously, going to CMC. Now, defensively for the 49ers, I want to watch that. I struggled. I couldn't find matchups that were worth watching, to be honest with you. Like, it was just bad. There's Darren Waller versus Hufunga and Warner. That's going to be fun from a pass route concept. Rookie center John Michael Smith, who I really do like. Um, him against Armstead at Hardgrave. Welcome to the NFL, Rook. Welcome to the NFL. Evan Neal, he was a top 10 pick against Nick Bosa. 
You got premium talent on premium talent, but that's whatever. Drake Greenlaw spying Daniel Jones. That's going to be fun. Greenlaw has his best games versus mobile quarterbacks. You remember all the Russell Wilson games? Greenlaw balls out there. So we'll see kind of how that goes. Uh, That's going to be interesting for sure. Now, if you are coming out to the game, it's the home opener, guys. You got to get out there. We've got our tailgate. We are the tickets. You guys are hilarious. I don't know why you guys always wait for ticket sales. We raise the price for ticket sales. We get closer to the thing. I've already got shopping. Um, we've got room for some more for sure. We've got all the help that we need, which we really appreciate all the people that reached out. Come on out if we've been in communication, but come have a party with us, guys. 49ers rush We're over in the blue lot right next to up against the fence line next to the democracy way exit. Um, Unlimited beer, seltzers, water. We've got liquor. I'm making a house margaritas, a five-gallon bucket worth. Uh, you know, one of those like construction site, whatever. Whole thing is going to be full of margaritas. Uh, we're going to have a great time. Trivia. Josh set up the trivia, killed it. We're going to be having you know beanbag toss tournaments, TVs, music. Wife's going to be there. It's going to be a great time. So if you want to come by, hang out. That's what's up. We always do the giveaways. You know that's coming. Um, so yeah. It's going to be a good time. And if you can't make this one, that's okay. We got 12 other events this year. So come on out, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see all the games we're doing. Or you can just head to the website. Once you click around, you can see the games that we're doing as well. So hopefully you guys come out there. And if you want to know what our parties are like, eh, here you go. Going to 49ers games is awesome, but what's even better than that is going to 49ers games with the faithful, joining the community, and we got you covered. The 49ers Rush Road Trip is going into its fourth year of bringing the faithful together, night before parties, tailgates the day of. We got you covered. Go get your tickets at 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Go see the full list of all 12 games, both home and away, that we will be working on. And remember, every single event we do is family-friendly. 49ers Rush Road Trip. There we go. Uh, Not only family-friendly, 18 and under get in free. Free with a ticketed adult to any event we ever do. Um, I have lost venues because of that. Never going to change that. That's bar- bare minimum negotiation. We got to bring hundreds of people to your venue. Ah, sorry. We want to make sure it's this. All right. We're out. That's just the, that's just the way that it goes. Uh, Captain Insato, what's up? He says, no Cleveland, John. Yeah. The back-to-back road trips. We're doing the Minnesota Monday night game. The back-to-back road trips make it hard. Um, I wanted to come to that one, but just couldn't swing it. And I apologize. We're doing 12 uh, hopefully next time they're on the schedule, we're going to make that a priority. So I apologize about that. Um, sorry about that. Captain Insano shows no mercy, um, <laughs> even in the uh, chat. So let's get to one of my favorites about this whole thing. Interesting connections. This is players on the 49ers and uh, <clears throat> Giants who have some type of connection, whether they play together in the NFL or college, any of those things, um, I think that's huge. Aaron Banks, Nick McLeod, we got the Notre Dame hookup there. A lot of Clemson players. Ray Ray McLeod, Cleveland Farrell, Oscar Bryant, they were with Dexter Lawrence and Isaiah Simmons. You guys remember Isaiah Simmons with the Cardinals. George Kittle took advantage of him. So much of his career, they eventually got rid of him. Well, he pops up here for the Giants. He's not starting, but he's rotating in, getting some playing time. We'll see. Speaking of Kittle, he was with Casey Kreider at Iowa. So you got that. Georgia, good gosh. <laughs> Robert Bill Jr., we haven't seen yet. Charlie Warner, Aziz Oshilari, he's out this week. Uh, Lawrence Cager, Andrew Thomas, he's out this week. Man, all the Georgia guys, half of them are hurt. LSU, you got TDP and Cordell Float, who I liked Float quite a bit, actually. Um, oh, what's up, man? I'm nobody you need to know. Thank you for the super chat. He says, going to finish my second half. Bosa receipts after this. Ooh, that's what's up, man. I, I, I do think Bosa's going to have a good game. Penn State, Saquon Barkley not playing this week. Cam Brown, Amani Rui Way. I'm sure I butchered that one. Kevin Givens, they were together. I talked about CMC and Okariki at Stanford. 
Sam Darnold to Dory Jackson, USC. Ayuk, DJ Davidson at ASU. And we even got an Arizona Wildcats connection with DFF and Gary Brightwell, who's probably going to be starting. Um, that's, that's just the way it's going to go for this team. And not supposed to be one. Alabama, you got Cam Latu, who's not playing. Xavier McKinney, Evan Neal. Samuel Womack, not playing. Man, there's a lot of injuries. A lot of guys out. Both sides. Uh, Deontay Johnson, they were together at, I think that's an older one. Uh, Marlon Davidson, Darius Slayton were at Auburn. Isaiah Hodgins, Jack Coletto, Ohio State. So, whew, we need it. There we go. Look at this, SC. I know who you are. She says, you need the cowboy. The cowboy. I think that's my mom. <laughs> my mom would bring a cowbell to the games whenever I played and just, like, scream my name over and over again and just try to embarrass me. It worked a lot of times. But then I developed this weird thing where I just don't get embarrassed. Um, so shout out to SC. Appreciate you. Um, now, here we go. Hope you guys are excited. Time to make some money. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. We are 19 of 23 bets that we have put out through two weeks. 19 of 23. It's a pretty damn good hit rate. I don't know if we're going to continue that, but I sure as hell hope so. Now is the time for you guys to drop in your mentions and your predictions on what you think is going to be the final score of this game as I go through a couple things. Now, if you want our betting platform, all you got to do, the49ersrush.com or just Google 49ers and Patreon. And um, yeah, Jerry Rice tearing up. So Frank Gore tier, Frank Gore up, you get all the breakdowns. For Jerry Rice and up, you get all the betting, all the breakdowns, and our Zoom hangout that we're going to have this Sunday coming up, uh, which is going to be fun because we don't have 49ers football coming up this Sunday. So we're going to do a Zoom hangout right after the second round of games ends, right before Sunday night football. We'll get together, we'll talk, do an evaluation on where things are with the 49ers. Steven says, John, you're going to be doing the Niners game, uh, the Niners-Eagles game. I'm not. Um, as I said before, I'm not going to go anywhere that's not family-friendly. And I do not encourage people to take their children to that game. Uh, terrible fans, terrible people. Not all of them are. Two, my two best friends are Eagles fans. But I don't want to encourage people to go there because it's just it's very violent and it's – not the way it's supposed to be. So, no, I'm not going to probably ever throw a party there again. Um, I don't want to give my money to that city. I don't want to give my money to those people, and I don't want to encourage other people to go out there. I know that sucks, but just not not how I handle things. Uh, and I would hate for somebody to bring their kid out there to try to make them a fan and then not be a fan because the people are so freaking hostile and just rude. Um, yeah, I mean, I got punched and tackled the last time I went out there, which I'm all for. You can bring it on, old Red Cheeks. I, I can handle my own. But, yeah, just not not my vibe. Not my vibe. Ed says 38-14, Niners all day, baby. Me and Ed have been on freaking simpatico, which I really, really like. Um, oh, look at this. We got a hashtag CC from Thailand. That is a first. I don't think I've seen a Thailand show up in the chat. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um from Kunrick, I think is the way that you say it. Really glad that you are here. Love it, man. Um, now, a couple bets that I really, really like this week. If you want all the bets, the, you got to go grab those. Um, make some money, man. If you if you subscribe with us and bet everything that I told you to, you paid for Patreon and did some. Um, so support the show. Make your money. Do your thing. The 49ers over 1.5 field goals. That's just going to be a bet that I think is going to be a staple for a while. 
because our offense just moves the ball so well. Now we can kick the ball from so far. And in a game where I think the Niners are going to be ahead pretty early, just any type of points, there's going to be a lot of scoring possessions. It's just what it's going to be. So I've got a lot of field goals. I think that's very, very important. Um, and I am betting Nick Bosa to have his first sack. I'm betting that this this Nick Bosa never had two games in a row last year without a sack. He did it to start the season, even though he's been awesome. I'm not saying Nick Bosa's been bad. I think the sack it's coming this year. So uh yeah, so that's what I got. Now, my the question that I posed to the audience was how many carries will Elijah Mitchell get versus the Giants? The overwhelming 46% said four to six carries. I agree with them. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to get some work this game. One, because it's a short week. CMC had 100%. Kyle Shanahan came out and said, yeah, we got to change that. I My long shot bet, you know, again, if you don't want long shot bets, don't mess with this. I'm betting Elijah Mitchell to get a rushing touchdown. Um, I think that's going to happen this game. And I hope that he gets more work in the red zone. So we'll see there. Now, as far as predictions go, this game is not made for primetime. There have been a lot of criticism just about, you know, the quality of product on Thursday nights. And I think this is going to fit into that, that. This is just not fair. The injuries made it worse. These rosters are not equals. And I think three of the best players, three of the best players, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, and Ojolari, that sucks, man. I don't like injuries. I don't want them out. Yeah, I want the Niners to win above all else, but not like that. Not like this. <laughs> What's the, the Matrix thing? Not like this. <laughs> Not like this. And then she dies. I think, yeah, that was bad. Um, anyway, offensively, I expect the Niners to attack the edges early, then up the middle of the field late. Beat them on the perimeters early in the run game. Wear them down. Run the ball up the middle. And I think that's just the way it's going to go. So a lot of CMC and Debo early. Um, 49ers get 28-plus rushes easy. I, I think... I just hope that they spread it around. Kyle Juszczyk doesn't have a touch yet. Elijah Mitchell doesn't have a touch yet. I think those things should change. Games like this, spread the workload out, man. Come on. Brock is Brock, but we might not even really need a touchdown pass or two. So the two-touchdown pass streak has ended. I'm not quite sure it's going to get picked up this one just because I don't think the necess necessity is there. You better get them early. If you if you bet the two Brock or two touchdowns for Brock passing, he better get him in the first half. So I, you know, I'm saying my prediction for Brock, 23 pass attempts, 210 yards, one touchdown pass. That That's kind of what I see. Defensively, you stop Jones from rushing around, it's going to be a blowout. Greenlaw is going to be key this week. Key this week. You find an over or under on Greenlaw tackles, bet the over. Trust me on that one. Trust me on that one. Hufunga, he's got the hardest job of the game with Darren Waller. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, and Hufunga's going to get physical with him. Darren Waller doesn't like contact. Does not. He's just a bigger, faster kind of uh, Ertz, right? You hit this dude. Can't let Hyatt and Shelton get over the top of you. Cover three and quarters. I don't care. Let this team check it down. Let them check it down. Don't let them beat you over the top. I don't care if they do what Matt Stafford did in the first half of last week. Don't care. That won't beat you. Not this team. It won't. So stick with that. Bosa getting his first sack of the year. I got the Niners jumping out early in this game. Ah. And then it, it's it's done by the third quarter. I got the 49ers winning 33-13. to 13. And I struggled putting, you know, 13 points up there. That, that That's hard. Um how are they going to get those points? There we go. What's up, SC? She said, yeah, mom here. He's what the other kids call the golden child. That's right, man. I was. I was. I was uh, what it is. So appreciate you, Bob. You guys are the best. This has been fun. Now, <laughs> once I'm done here, it is time to start loading up for the tailgate. Yes, it is about 24 hours before kickoff. I, I never knew how much time it would take to get ready for these games. And I, I underestimated it, but it's worth it whenever I get to hang out with you guys. If you see me at the game tomorrow, please come say what's up. I say this every single week, and I still get emails. Hey, John, saw you at so-and-so. Didn't want to say hi. Please come say hi. Not because I want you to come say hi for selfish reasons. I'm just going to be upfront. I want to say thank you 
because you guys support the show. It's crazy that I have this job. It's crazy this is my career. I owe you a debt of gratitude. So if you see me walk around the stadium, please say, hey, Chapman, what's up? Allow me just to introduce myself and my wife, meet you guys. The wifey's coming out uh, to this one, which, again, that's this is awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, Niners going to get this dub, man. And we'll be live from the show right after the game. And I got new equipment. And so I've gotten a lot of emails about, hey, man, the audio quality whenever you're live on set is different. Well, guess what? I fixed it. Spent bukus of money. I got all kinds of external mics for my cell phone. I, we're going to have a good show right afterwards from the stadium itself. Clayton's going to be with us. We fixed all of our audio issues there. It's hard to do the remote shows, not knowing the network status and internet. I fixed it. I fixed it. We're good. So join us right after the show for therapy or celebration. This is going to be a celebration. And until next time, love you guys. Appreciate y'all. Stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.